Week six of the Ohio high school football season is here. Welcome to another edition of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. Coming up a little bit later, you're going to hear from Winton Woods coach Andre Parker and senior quarterback Michael Wingfield on the Warriors' big win against Anderson last week and the chance for a conference title this week in their game against Turpin. But uh, this High School Insider Podcast is presented by our local Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A restaurants where the play of the game is always chicken. Log into the Chick-fil-A app for easy contactless ordering. First up, I want to introduce Indian Hill head coach Tony Arcuri. Indian Hill is 5-0 for the first time since the 2015 season. A 60-6 win over Taylor last week. And uh, Coach Arcuri is joined by senior offensive tackle and linebacker Will Kleekamp and senior defensive end and tight end Zach Osterhughes. Coach, thanks for taking a few minutes. How's your week going? Oh, great. We're off to a good start. A little rainy yesterday. Um, in fact, it's the first time we had to contend with that. But uh, despite those conditions, we had a pretty good practice. So, so far, so good. Well, before we get into the football program a little bit, tell me about that new athletic facility there on campus. Uh, how nice that's been for you and your program. Right. It, I tell you, it, it's a game changer in the sense that if you looked at where we were before, uh, which was, I know it doesn't sound like a big deal, but way up here in the school, uh, I was probably, you know, about a quarter of a mile walk, you know, maybe a little less than that. But just being down there, uh, the time that saved in transition from maybe, you know, uh, offense, defensive meetings, watching film uh, where you can do that and then just step right out on the field. Uh, from a coach's standpoint, that's been the game changer. Uh, you know, I know from a player standpoint, uh, obviously, it's just an upgraded, nicer facility. Uh, we've had we have air conditioning in that locker room for the first time in Lord knows how long, which is a, a big benefit, obviously. So uh, there are just so many positives about it. And uh, people are going to be watching this uh, uh, as well. The video, the the posters in the background. I love seeing that. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you got going on there in the background. So what I try and do is, um, you know, anytime uh, a college university uh, sends us anything. I just try and post it in my room. Um, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Uh, you know, my football people think it's great, but uh, I think sometimes my academic friends are like, what are you, an English teacher or a football coach? So uh, you have to kind of live with both. Well, uh, obviously, Indian Hill, your team plays at Finneytown Friday. Uh, week six, as I mentioned, the Ohio high school football season, the last regularly scheduled uh, week uh, before the playoffs start uh, Coach, we're going to get into both sides of the ball here in a little bit, uh, especially with your two seniors there. But uh, mm-hmm. tell me what what uh, is clicking uh, on all cylinders for you right now. What do you like most about this group as we head into the postseason? Well, I had remarked a couple weeks ago um, when we were playing one of our opponents, and you know, they said, "Hey, you got a good football team." And uh, we've had good football teams here for a while, but what I think sets this one apart is um, they're starting to get that uh, the leadership has to come from them. There are a lot of little things that I think as a coach or coaching staff we had to do in the past, um, you know, making sure guys are on time or making sure guys are paying attention in film. Um, those are kinds of things that we're not worrying about worrying about this year because that's really been a, a leadership role that our captains and seniors have taken over. Um, you know, and ultimately when we're playing in November, we can't as coaches go out there and play. Uh, the incentive the, has to come from the, the kids that are on the field. And I think this season, perhaps more than any other, that's what I'm seeing. Let me bring uh, Zach Oster-Hughes, senior defensive end and tight end, into the conversation here. And Zach, thanks for taking a few minutes. Uh, 
Defensively, let's just start there. Uh, the defense has only given up 28 points all season, as I mentioned, a 60-6 to six win over Taylor last week. What's been the biggest key on that side of the ball for you guys? Uh, biggest key is probably communication and everyone doing their job. So we don't have anyone trying to be the best player out there. Shelby's the best. We have everyone filling their gaps and doing their role. And when you do that, you're successful. Tell me about that camaraderie, that chemistry, maybe in the locker room as well. I mean, what, what makes you guys bond so well? Well, we have a lot of seniors that play on defense and a lot of juniors, and we all grew up playing together. So it's pretty easy to gel. And I think this is a good group chemistry-wise. Like, no one, sh- no one doesn't dislike anybody. Great. I want to bring in uh, Will here to the conversation, offensive tackle and senior linebacker Will Kleekamp. Will, just tell me about the, the uniqueness of this season. I've kind of talked about this all year, and I know you probably have heard a lot, a lot of people ask you about the shortened season, the uniqueness of it, the uncertainty going into this year. But um, what's that been like for you guys? Maybe it's something in the back of your mind at this point now, but uh, how, how was that for you just uh, tackling it from this, this uh, start of this season? Yeah, so the, I mean, the uniqueness and the transition from, you know, a normal season, covid um, I really don't find much of a difference. I, it kind of seems somewhat normal. You know, I look up in the stands and it almost seems like, you know, they're like a normal, a normal year. Um, you know, I, I think the schedule is pretty much the same. We've kind of held ourselves to the same standard and nothing has really changed. So, um, you know, we're taking it one week at a time and that's how it would be any year. Tell me about uh, a little bit about your defensive performance, 12 tackles in back-to-back weeks. Uh, yeah, five sacks, 40 tackles overall. Uh, what's been working well for you there in that uh, linebacker position? Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to do it without, you know, my other teammates. You know, they're they're the ones who are, you know, filling the gaps and allowing me to make those plays. So, um, you know, if, if, they're not, if they're not there and filling their gaps, then, you know, I wouldn't be able to make those plays. And, uh, you know, credit goes to them. Um, I'm just trying to, you know, to take it one week at a time. How much fun are you having with your teammates? Oh, we're, at, we're having a lot of fun. Um, I think it's 28 points we've held opponents to. And so um, I really find that I, I consider that to be a, a big accomplishment for this defense. Um, you know, our, our coaches, Coach Peak, Coach Ball, um, Coach Ethan Arcuri, they've done a great job coaching the defense. And, uh, you know, we, we want to continue that sex, su- success throughout the playoffs. Tell me about what, what's it like blocking. You got some uh, some pretty good offensive stars too on that side of the ball. What's it like blocking for some of those guys? Yeah, um, Charlie, Charlie Summerall, Antoine Peak. They're uh, Ty, our quarterback. They're great um, playmakers, and uh, I mean, really, they. I mean, we we don't do much. Um, I feel like they make a lot of the plays, and uh, um, we're just up there, you know, pounding. Team, uh, other teams and you know helping them out Zach I want to go back to you for a quick second here I mean Ty Thornton junior quarterback throwing for 775 yards 11 touchdowns he's rushed for close to 300 yards and six touchdowns um, talk about maybe how he's led the offense and maybe helped you as well with uh, your tight end position well it all starts with him he's the first one besides the center who really touches the ball and he gives it to everyone and he has a lot of poise like he makes the correct reads he throws it to where our guys can make a play on it. And he knows when to give it to the running backs when they're on and when to throw it to the receivers when they're also on. What about this, uh, this backfield too? I mean, you know, Charlie, you got Antoine. I mean, uh, how effective have those guys been for you? 
this is an electric backfield with two very different running styles one is like brutality like i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you and i'm still gonna get yards forward and the other one is i can outrun you i could juke you and it helps with the dynamic of the offense because we can do both we can we can rush outside and just outrun people or we could just put it inside and just uh rush people up front coach you mentioned to me um the fact that um, maybe the beginning of the season i mean you just love the athleticism the depth the skill spots uh Guys, ability to go both ways, I know that's nothing new, but certainly, I mean, you, you had to be excited about that starting the season. Yeah, you know, we um, one of the goals we had at the beginning of the season was to try and play guys uh, on one side of the ball as much as we possibly could. Um, we have been able to accomplish that goal to a degree, um, and if we haven't been able to accomplish that goal, we've been able to accomplish sort of one and a half. Um, and I think that uh, obviously, well, I know that come uh, playoff football, when things tighten up and, uh, you know, we're, you're playing into the fourth quarter and games are on the line, that's going to make a difference. Talk, talk about maybe some of those guys on the offensive side of the ball, what, uh, how effective they've been with Ty and Charlie yeah. and Antoine. Go ahead. One guy that we haven't talked about is Luke Hammond, who's having a, you know, uh, just a, a very, very memorable season. Just last week, uh, four touchdown catches. You know, and some of the things that he's been able to do are amazing. Um, you know, there was a catch just last week against um, Taylor that uh, I don't think too many people would have caught. And so, you know, I think there's a legitimate argument for, um, you know, him perhaps being league offensive player of the year. I know I know that that's um, I, I kind of would put Charlie in the same boat, Ty in the same boat. There's a lot of guys that deserve that honor. Uh, senior wide receiver Luke Hammond, 466 yards receiving and seven touchdowns, by the way. What about your punter, Doug Zhang? You you raved about him at the, in the preseason. Uh, how effective has he been for you? Well, he had, he, you know, he's had, uh, we don't punt that much. Or we haven't punted that much, but um, he's had two 48-yard punts uh, in the last two games. Uh, just a beautiful punt last week, I think. Uh, we know what he has, but caught certainly caught Taylor by surprise, took the returner and sent him running 10 yards backwards. <laughs> um, you know, he's just going to be a next-level guy. I mean, he's, he, he works on that craft. He takes a lot of pride in it. Um, you know, he's working on it outside the realm of practice. So um, it's something that he really values and wants to be able to do at the next level. But it's like anything with kickers, right? We, we tend to forget about them until we don't have them. Talk about you talked about the seniors and the camaraderie. Maybe talk about these two guys uh, to your right there, Zach and uh, Will. What they've meant to the program. Well, you know, when you um, contacted me the other day and bring a couple um, kids with you, and I thought, well, these are no brainers because um, I'll tell you, you know, our, our guys like Ty and Antoine and Charlie and Luke, and, you know, those guys get a lot of recognition. They're up for Players of the Week, things like that, week in and week out. But you know, our linemen, our offensive and defensive linemen. Um, particularly these two, they've been great program guys, uh, great weight room guys, guys that are examples to other kids just by action, you know, um, not by necessarily words. Um, but they're going to, you know, our linemen are going to be um, what enables us to have success in the long run. Uh, you can't play deep into the playoffs and certainly not in a state championship game without a solid offense and defensive line. And, you know, that's why I want to make sure these guys get the recognition they deserve. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you the uh, CHL question of uh, right. an opportunity for a, a conference title. Obviously you got to take care of business on Friday. Um, 
but uh, not playing Wyoming in the regular season. Was that uh, just a schedule um, thing well, or was that just by design or how did that work? The athletic directors decided that we were simply going to go with the first six games on our schedule. Um, and I respect that. You know, I don't make schedules. I don't take care of the schedules. Um, you know, I, in my heart of hearts, did I want to play Wyoming this year? Yes, I inquired about it. But, you know, it, we're not – Indian Hill and Wyoming aren't special when it comes to – so that's the decision that was made. Um, we weren't going to make a bunch of arrangements for two teams in the league. Uh, there are other teams in the league that, you know, didn't necessarily play their rival, so to speak. So it is what it is. But it, one thing I'm very confident of is – um, if we do get the opportunity to see them in uh, the playoffs, um, you know, it'll be the type of game it's been fast. And so, um, you know, we'll be there, we'll be waiting, and we'll see what happens. And Division four, Region 16, uh, obviously Wyoming, Indian Hill, Clinton, Massey, all Cincinnati area teams up in the uh, top there of the uh, Joe Itell rankings, which normally would be uh, carrying a lot of weight for computer points. But uh, before I kind of close with you, I – asked uh, this question to Evan Dreyer at Anderson last week, and I'm just kind of curious, what, what's your take on uh, the playoffs? Everybody getting in, obviously, for the first time since uh, the postseason right. was implemented in 1972. Do you like it? Uh, is it remain to be seen? Do you rather go back to the computer point system? What, what's, uh, well, I, I'll be frank with you. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Um, you know, one of the things that I've always valued about uh, high school football here in Ohio is that the playoffs are an earned privilege. Um, and so, you know, I'm all for that. I'm all for earning your way in. But I also understand this is a very unique year. And so I think under the circumstances, OSHA has done a, a good job with making this thing work. Um, so the bottom line is, you know, we'll, you know, we will control what we can control and we'll prepare for what we can prepare for. But I will say one thing, um, actually here, when I uh, finish with you, I will do the first uh, voting or a playoff entry I've ever done in my coaching career. So it was kind of a funny process. I didn't really, um, you know, know, obviously I know what the criteria is, but I went to our soccer coach and they vote every year on this stuff, of course. And I said, you know, what goes through your mind when you're doing this? And so, you know, I just got some advice and uh, I'm kind of looking forward to see how that seeding process plays out. And all the brackets will be posted on Thursday afternoon by the OHSA is the uh, long anticipated uh, tournament right. matchup, sir. Exactly. So, hey, I want to thank uh, Indian Hill head coach Tony Arcuri, senior offensive tackle and linebacker Will Kleekamp, and senior defensive end and tight end Zach Oster-Hughes. All the best to Indian Hill going forward and into the playoffs. All right, Mike. I appreciate it. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye. Well, as you could hear from Indian Hill coach Tony Arcuri, the Braves are talented on both sides of the ball and certainly primed for a possible deep postseason run that division for Region 16 outlook certainly looks interesting with Wyoming, Indian Hill, and Clinton Massey right there at the top of uh, a lot of standings uh, with the strength of schedule this season. I want to remind everybody that this High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A restaurants, where the winning play is free chicken. Log into the Chick-fil-A app for easy contactless ordering. While another team that is undefeated heading into week six is Wynton Woods. I was able to catch up with Wynton Woods head coach Andre Parker after the Warriors' big win over visiting Anderson Friday night. The kids are going to determine that. You know, it's the first time in 10 years they had that opportunity. Um, it it, it kind of going to work out like a conference championship game. Um, winner takes it. So, um, you know, what else can be said about that? 
you know, so um, we're happy. I was able to catch up with senior quarterback Michael Wingfield after the game as well. A three-year starter, Coach Parker raved about how Wingfield has led the Warriors this entire season. Wingfield also talked about the implications for a possible opportunity at a conference championship. It's been a long time since we've been in the league. You know, we've been independent. And in the beginning of the season, Coach Parker told us we had, we had the chance that a lot of teams didn't have to win a uh, conference championship. He said, go win it for them. And that's what I think we're going to do. Well, you could tell a lot of implications for the Eastern Cincinnati Conference this weekend as uh, three teams enter the final week of the regular season with undefeated records. We have Winton Woods hosting Turpin and also undefeated Kings playing Loveland. You want to be sure to check out my story on WCPO.com about Oak Hill's sophomore multi-sport athlete Kaylee Abair. She's a kicker on the Highlanders football team, also plays for the junior varsity girls soccer team. And if that's not enough, she also plays travel softball on the weekends, in addition to playing basketball in the winter there at Oak Hills. Also have a poll on our WCPO Facebook group for high school sports revolving around the high school football playoffs. Uh, on Thursday, the playoff brackets will be announced by the OHSA. but uh, getting a lot of different opinions. I was able to talk to Anderson coach Evan Dreyer after the game last week. He said that every team should be in the playoffs, not only for this season, but just going forward. Um, if you remember back in May, the OHSA announced that there'll be an expansion for the 2021 season, it'll go from eight teams per region to 12 teams per region. So I put a little poll out there to see uh, what fans think of the entire high school football playoff picture. You get some coaches saying, hey, everybody should be in. Others saying, no, that's an earned right. And the computer points certainly have their place as well. So something to debate, something to talk about right there on our Cincinnati area high school sports Facebook group. I'm going to take a week off next week, take a little uh, – Time to just kind of unwind, unplug for a little bit, uh, but uh, be sure to check out all our coverage. WCPO 9 Sports will have all the uh, action for you as we gear up for high school football playoffs, believe it or not, here in early October. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you soon.